Welcome to Dashway Talks, a show powered by Dashway Consulting, a China-based strategic market research company founded in 2010. Hi, everyone. This is Camille Xu from Inker Law Firm, and I've been practicing PRC law for over 10 years. Um, Inker Law Firm is one of the largest law firm in China, covering all major cities in China. And I am a lawyer focusing on providing an expat living in China for their individual needs. For example, and marriage, divorce issues, inheritance, child-related matters, and labor issues. So, if you have any questions, you may resort to me. While you're living in China, and、uh, I speak English, French, and Chinese. According to Chinese law, if someone without a will in place passes away, who will become heir? According to Chinese laws, there are two levels of、um, statutory heirs. The first level would be parents, spouse, and children. The second level would be brothers and sisters and grandparents. The Chinese law says, when someone passes away,、um, all the living heirs in the first level would equally share all your estate left behind. If there is no one living in the first level, for example, you don't have parents living, you don't have spouse or children, then the second level of people will be your heir. That is your brothers and sisters and your grandparents. So let's take an example. Uh, if you have three million RMB left as your estate assets to your heirs, and you don't have a will, and you have your mother, your wife, and your daughter living, those three people will equally share the three million RMB, and everyone will get one million. Note that. Uh, you know, in Chinese culture, we sometimes believe that it's natural to give all the money to the children or to the spouse. But people sometimes neglect that. In fact, the parents is also a legal heir, and they have rights too.、Um, so, if you don't have a will,、uh, legally speaking, if you pass away, your parents will get a major part of your estate. And maybe the parents doesn't want your money, and they are old; they don't care. And but if they don't have legal document, neither. What would happen is that your part will get to your parents, and when your parents pass away, those part of assets will again get into、uh, an inheritance circle, and the heirs of your parents that would be their children. And probably would be the brothers and sisters of the first died person will get involved、uh, into the、uh, you know inheritance issues. That's how many inheritance disputes occur in China, and uh, so uh, you should be aware that you need to have a will to make things clear and to avoid this kind of things happen. Does Chinese inheritance law apply to foreigners, or should foreigners follow the law of their home country? That's a very good question. It's about applicable law.、Uh, many foreigners saying things that、um, you know I'm a foreigner and Chinese laws should not apply to me. But we are talking about、um, you know the cases when you pass away in China. So the China would be the residence place. Of the law, so according to the、uh, application laws, the residence law would probably be the applicable law for the inheritance disputes. Another thing is that 
uh, it depends on the location of the assets. Because we are talking about living in China and we're talking about your assets in China. So um, if you have bought real estate in China, and for example, if you have a major saving in a Chinese bank account, then it's sure that the Chinese law will apply. Because when you are dealing with those properties, you are all dealing with Chinese authorities and they will not you know, look at the foreign laws. They will only recognize Chinese laws. But if you are talking about your uh, assets in foreign countries, in England, in, in the USA, then the foreign law will apply. What if someone already has a foreign will in place? Can this person use this directly or does he or she need a Chinese will? Actually, the foreign will is not directly recognized in China. You should remember, it's not. I'm not saying that it's not recognized, but it's not directly recognized. First of all, very um, simple question, there is a language barrier. You know, we, we are talking about when you pass away, your heirs, if they show a document in a foreign language, you know, no one in China was able to read it. So that's the first thing. The second thing is that this document needs to be verified. You know, what to be verified? First of all, the, um, the Chinese authority would make sure that this document is really signed, made by the person who died. That's the first question. Then they should be make sure that um, those documents, when people are making this will, um, he is not forced by anyone or, you know, deceived by anyone. You know, it's under a, he's under a clear mindset to status to make this will. So um, it's very difficult, very tricky to, um, to prove that because we are talking about something that you pass away. And the third question is that, you know, as I mentioned, the applicable law, because when you are doing a foreign will, Normally, you will follow the foreign laws, but when you are dealing with Chinese property, then uh, probably the Chinese law will apply, then it could cause the invalidity of the foreign will. So for those reasons, um, we do recommend that you have a Chinese will established in China, um, because really, if you have a foreign will, there will be very, very complicated process for your heirs to realize, to recognize it in China. I'm not saying it's not recognized, but at least it should be translated. It should be legalized, you know, in the foreign consulate uh, and, you know, have a stamp. And, uh, you know, and then the content is questionable if you are not, you know, making it with a Chinese lawyer. So I would say the whole probate process for your heir to really get that part of asset would be delayed for for years. Uh, to my experience, the inheritance disputes in China would take very, very long. So if you want an easier life for your, for your heirs, we would recommend that you do have a Chinese document established. What issues will the Chinese court focus on when assessing the truthfulness and validity of a written will? it should make sure that the will is really made by the right person. That means the signature would be confirmed. Sometimes in China, we would love to put the finger, the fingerprint on that to, to, to make sure that it's 
really made by the right person. The second question is that the Chinese court would uh, to uh, make sure that all the contents in the will is in line with Chinese law. That is a very tricky part because if you are you make something illegal, not complying with Chinese law, the will might become invalid. For example, that happens a lot is that um, I have an apartment under my name and I think that is my property. So in my will, I write, I will give this apartment to my only son, uh, George, for example. But I forgot that I bought this apartment after marriage. And according to the Chinese law, any apartment bought during a marriage relationship would be a joint marital property owned equally by the spouse, uh, by the couple. So actually, my husband has 50% of this apartment. And in my will, I say, I would like to give this apartment to my son only. So that is an invalid will because I have no right to give 100% of my apartment to my son. My husband holds 50% of it. So that's the part that you would like to make sure with your lawyer. Um, that all the content contents are in line with Chinese law and there is nothing illegal in that. That's the first, uh, that's the second question to be checked. The third question is that we should make sure that uh, the, the will is made by a person in full capacity. That means he is in clear mind, a healthy, sta uh, healthy uh, status to, um, to when he is making the will. And the fourth question is that the person while making the will is not forced by anyone or deceived by anyone. That also happens a lot because if we are talking about a family relationship, you know, when people are getting old, um, he or she is easily to be um, forced or deceived by some of the kids, some of the children to make a will that is not really his um, true willingness. So those questions would be verified by a Chinese court. Can a foreigner change a will? Everybody can change their wills from time to time because people change their minds. Uh, so according to the Chinese law, um, I think it's same as the laws of every country, you know, the later will will provide the earlier will. So, you know, when you're making a will, make sure that you put on a date on the will so that we can check which one is the latest will. And, uh, you know, you can change a will from time to time, but make sure that uh, if you do an authorized will in China, you should know that because notarized procedure is a very um, complicated and official procedure that you record your will with a uh, notary public in China and it will be stamped by a notary public. If you did a notarized will, then this will will prevail any will of other forms. For example, in 2003, I made a notarized will. And this year, I would like to change a will, but I only write on a paper without any stamp, without anything. So in that case, uh, according the, to the Chinese law, the North Rise will will prevail the, the later will because 
you are doing the earlier will with a more formal way. Any questions? We will find an expert to answer them. Drop your questions in the comments or send us an email, dx at dashwayconsulting.com.